Welcome to Queensway Pentecostal Church, leading people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. We hope you're blessed and inspired by today's message. Queensway. Uh, so glad that you're able to be with us today. Today is Father's Day. What a great chance to gather together. I'm not going to take any extra time. We have three fathers from our church going to share their experience as being a dad, as well as one of them being a grandfather. I look forward uh, for, you able, uh, for you to be able to hear what they have to say to us today. Let's check out uh, their uh, words for us, and uh, I'll join back into the conversation just when they're finished. Let's take a look. Patient. Bearable or fantastic? Strength. I would pull out my wallet and I would have only one $20 bill in my wallet. And I would get to the cash and then the girl would say, okay, that'd be $18 and something. So I pull out my wallet and, and I'm, Pretending I'm going through a whole bunch of money, and I said, "How much is that?" And then my son is standing behind me, and he's getting angry. I said, "How much is that? Nineteen something." Hmm. I only had the one twenty-dollar bill in my wallet, and he's getting angry. Finally, he grabs a hold of the twenty. He says, "Dad, give her the money. That's the only bill you got." So, <laughs> wiggling my ears, I can wiggle my ears. So they uh, they like that, <laughs> and my grandkids love it too. So, yeah. I have so many. I am the dad joke man. Um, what do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. Oh. <laughs> What's, what was that movie they were saying that turtles speak from their bum or something like that? Yeah, my kid actually thought that might have been a real thing. Can I be anything I want? Well, we just, we finished reading Chris Hadfield's uh, The Darkest Dark book. It's about him when he was a kid wanting to become an astronaut and realizing it during the moon landing in 1969, if I'm not mistaken. And so both my kids, Lauren and Lachlan, were like, we want to be astronauts. Can we do that? I'm like, well, yeah, if you apply yourself and go to school, do lots of math, do lots of engineering, learn about rockets, do all that stuff. You can do pretty much anything you set your mind to as long as you're willing to put in the work. Tried to ride a bull. <laughs> there was, my son has a pool and he bought this great big rubber bull. And uh, and he told me, he says, come on, dad, you can ride it. And you have to stand on the side of the pool and dive in. And I'm telling you, I almost drowned a couple of times trying to get on that stupid bull. But uh, yeah, <laughs> we had so much fun with it. You know, we all took turns. My son, just as big as I am, and he couldn't climb on there. But uh, uh, we had fun with that. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, family is absolutely number one, no matter what. Yeah, um, no matter what you're going through or what life is throwing your way, um, family doesn't leave family, and yeah, you're gonna be there for each other no matter what. At the end of the day, uh, he believed in God. He uh, he had a faith, a strong faith. Uh, he made sure every Sunday we were in church, and uh, uh, I was raised Catholic, and uh, we went through first communion and confirmation and. And he made sure that uh, we had faith in our lives. And uh, uh, he died young. He was 57 years old when he passed away. But we had, I have so many good memories of him uh, hunting and fishing. And, uh, uh, you know, we were a close, close family. So I really love and miss my dad. So, 
Yeah. And I think that's that's why I turned out to be who I am today, uh, because of him. Yeah. Well, he was the youngest of three, born in 1948, so just after the war. Very strong-willed, very strong-willed. Growing up taught us that uh, going to church was very important for his family as, as it was for ours. He wasn't exactly the most patient person, but he's taught me a lot of things that maybe I need to work on now that I'm a father, like patience, and he's taught me that I should listen first because he, as well, is a very reactionary person. So to listen first and then act accordingly, not react just because you're feeling it. He was always a good provider, always worked very, very hard. He's a good dad, too. Always loved his family, loved my mom. They're still together. They're celebrating their uh, 50th wedding anniversary next year in 2021. So that's, it's a great thing. Um, he's good with my kids. They're fantastic grandparents. He's a great uh, papara, they call him. He's a great papara for my kids. And uh, we've grown closer, actually, he and I since now that I have kids. I feel like we have a little bit more of a relationship. Um, now, not that we didn't when I was growing up, but it was it was very different. But yeah, just uh, he's given me a lot of things that that I can that I can work on either either by you know me talking to him or or him um, just things that I've seen in his parenting style or or, or him as a man um, that I can work on um, both both good and. Um, bad things that I that I need, that I see in my own personality? Uh, it started off a little bit rough. I mean, our first child, losing our first uh, first guy there, that was a little bit tough. So it was an eye-opener pretty quickly about uh, life and really, um, really appreciating every day because sometimes you only get seven days and you don't know that. Um, so every day to me is very, very important and special. Um, yeah, so... It started out rough, but it uh, got opened my eyes pretty quickly to appreciating every single day, literally. So and now we do that on a daily basis, appreciate every little step, every little bad day or good day, we, we appreciate it. I'm not even supposed to be a father. My, my wife has, has polio and, uh, and God has blessed us with two boys and uh, they were both preemies. My uh, my youngest son weighed one pound nine ounces when he was born, and she was only five months uh, pregnant. And uh, and uh, we were at the hospital every day when uh, he would gain a couple ounces and we'd be happy. And then go back the next day, he'd lose a couple ounces. He died on us about three or four times, and uh, the nurses and doctors were able to bring him back. And uh, but uh, my oldest son. He's not here right now. He passed away. But... He left behind a lovely family. Um, when he first passed, I had angry. I was angry at God um, because of the way he passed away. Um, he committed suicide, and it was heartbreaking. I didn't think I was able to uh, live through it. Um, my wife and I, and my son, Craig, went through uh, rough times. Um, we had a family picture on the wall in the living room, and, and every time I looked at the picture, my focus was always on him. 
and my heart was breaking and I'd say, why Lord? Why, why did he do that? And then one day I sat there and I looked at the picture again. And this is a picture of everybody. The whole family was together. And God says, look at that picture again. So I looked at it and, I, and it came to me, he said, wow. Yes, Lord, you're right. I do have things to live for. I have all these grandkids, my wife, my son and his wife, and my, my son's wife that, uh, that he left behind were in the background, but all I could see was him. But now when I look at the picture, I see the whole thing. I see God's whole plan. Um, you know, he's gone. Uh, it's been four years now on June the 1st. He's been gone four years. I miss him every day. Um, I, I was angry at God, but now my uh, God has healed that part in me. And he's healed that part of my wife. Uh, we do, we still have every birthday or every Christmas or every Father's Day or Mother's Day, we, we, we hurt, but the hurt is not as strong as it used to be. And uh, God has healed my heart. And uh, he's brought me through another stage in my Christian walk. Uh, I believe I, my faith is stronger now than, than it ever was. Through, through all this, uh, and uh, but uh, I thank God today for where he's brought me and my family. Uh, I thank God for my son, Craig. Uh, you know, he's been, he went through, that's his only brother. He went through, you know, uh, hardship and uh, he lives in Barrie and we lived here and he was alone a lot of times. And, but God has brought, has brought him through it all. It's, it's been an ever-changing one, um, as would probably be the standard answer for, for most dads. Every day is a whole new chapter to a book. We've been through a lot. We lost our first baby at 21 weeks. And uh, so we didn't actually get to raise her, but, but now with, with Lauren and everything, like with Lauren, everything changed. Like you think people, like you think you know what you're in for, and you think you know what to expect, there is no possible way you can ever be ready. And that's what I would tell people who are thinking of, of starting a family. Um, you'll never be ready for it, even if you think you're ready. It's life-changing. In the best ways and in the most frustrating ways, because it's, it's not an easy job, but it's not a job that I wouldn't want to do. And with Lachlan, again, just having a second child everything changed again um and it's twice it's twice of everything it's twice the joy it's twi twice the the frustration it's twice the teaching moments it's everything like that like it's it's and they're both great kids we're very very fortunate and blessed that they are really really good kids because it makes things a little bit easier even when <laughs> things aren't so easy um but so far, so good. I mean, I'm try. I wake up every day and I try my best. Like I said, I have a ton of things I need to work on. Um, but I'm I'm trying every day and I'm I'm doing my best. And I and I take uh, people's advice as well. I mean, Lisa's a really good wife and partner for me, and she always tries to help me along as well because 
she's a little better at, at seeing things sometimes in a certain situation that I don't. Um, and we'll sort of have a, a debrief after interactions sometimes and she'll sort of help me navigate and maybe come to a, a different uh, solution for the next time, which is what I'm always trying to apply. I'm trying to grow, I'm trying to get better as a dad for my kids and, and as a husband for her. My faith has made, it's, it's given me more of a reserve, not of patience, but of um, like compassion in a sense. And I wanna say patience, I, I, I guess. I'm able to, um, well, I'm, I'm trying to be able to absorb more before I react, and that's something that I've struggled with a long time. Um, but I, I find that if I take a minute and I sit down and I just, I'm quiet for a second, and I just let things process instead of reacting, that my, my and I pray actually sometimes, if it's really, if it's really hard for me to settle myself, I'll pray to just have peace. And that's helped tremendously in, in a lot of situations, especially with Lachlan being sick. And um, so that has helped me through a lot. I wouldn't be the man I am today without my faith and without Jesus. Because I'm a far different person even today than I was 15 years ago. I'm, I'm far different. And I owe that all to my faith. I don't know how I would answer that question. I mean, I just probably try to say maybe by not as much speech as about actions, um, disciple them how to maybe handle different challenges in life. Um, if dad's not freaking out over something that happens, you know what? They say, why didn't you freak out dad? Um, well, you know, love is slow to anger or I mean, more actions that way. Yeah, try to really instill that side of it. Actions, more actions then. And I wasn't good at that when I first started. I mean, I had anger problems and I was always angry and snapping and I just didn't want my children to see that. And they've helped me more than probably I've helped them on that side of it. I thought myself as being Job. Uh, the stuff I went through with cancer and, uh, and now with the loss of a child. And, uh, uh, you know, I think... And Job lost everything. He lost, he lost everything that he that he loved, right? He lost, he lost his wife. He lost, lost his family. He lost. Uh, I, I'm not sure about his wife, but I, I know he lost everything that he owned. He lost. Uh, but yet, through it all, he never, never cursed God. Kept trusting God, and uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think Job and I could have got along pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's one of the my favorite one in the Bible. The one that, that, that sticks with me, that, that person, is how amazing of a God we have that he sent his son to die on the cross for me. Um, so I would relate with that because I've lost my son. And when I was a new um, Christian before I had kids, I thought God knew everything. And it, you know, it wasn't that big a deal to send his son to the cross. Um, that ultimate love that he did that anyways, knowing that I, I probably wouldn't have done that. Like, I, that was a tough thing for me to go through. Um, that he loved us so much that he did that willingly. That kind of, I can relate with that side of it. And it opened my eyes quite a bit um, to that connected relationship after that happened to us. Well, we just did a, a personality uh, test last night through, <laughs> through Growth Track. And um, 
I, I most personality wise I most identify with actually one one of them is Moses, which actually I was really surprised by. Um, but I, I do like that he is a very he's a take charge kind of person, which I am sometimes, not always. Um, but he's also not afraid to follow his convictions and, and follow his beliefs. And, and at all at all costs. I mean he led he led his people out of Egypt to escape tyranny and, and death to a, a promise of an, an uncertain promise of like he knew what was gonna happen but he wasn't sure but he still followed his belief in his faith and I mean he saved thousands hundreds of thousands so I would say yeah Moses would be the person I identify with the most yeah he's taught me to slow down not to be in such a such a rush because trying to do things with kids, especially like I'm trying to teach Lauren, we're learning how to ride a bike without training wheels right now. Um, that is something that requires patience for on her part and on my part. And, and knowing that it's not gonna happen on the first try, but being okay with that. So yeah, patience for sure, and to slow down and, and take things in and appreciate things for what they are and not, not let my expectations of the situation or the person overshadow what is going on or what is. Keep God in the center of your family, no matter what. There's a triangle. Mom, dad, and God in the center. And that influences your children to the utmost on every decision. Don't be quick to get angry at people, whether it's your kids or, or someone else and try not to be a reactionary person, like I'm trying to change in myself, because that is a slippery slope. Um, and it's incredibly hard to change, but I'm noticing even as I'm changing small things, it's rewarding for me as well as everybody else. Even, even touching on COVID, it's, it's some people have thought of it as a really negative thing. And I just look around at all the families and dads being together and slowing this pace of life down. And I think it, you know, God knows what he's doing. He's got this world in his hands and maybe this is what we needed to be able to reconnect with our families and be a father instead of an employer or an employee first. Think about being a dad first. You get one shot at being a dad and it's important to make it right the first time. So instead of being an employee first um, or whatever that, I mean, obviously I'm in, the work environment a lot. So that, that's touched with me. I've seen it a lot. A lot of people are, it's a slower pace. And I just really appreciate seeing the dads back out there with their kids and walking. It's such a great thing to drive around the community and see that, so. God bless everyone. And, and I hope we're all doing okay during this uh, pandemic. And it's not gonna last forever. We're all gonna be okay. Well, the only advice I could give them is to, uh, to love every second that you have with your children. Uh, be thankful that you have this time. Um, I know there's a lot of people in this church that are going through rough times, and uh, and I think the rough times that made them appreciate things more, uh, made them uh, love their children even more. So if you have a child that you're not talking to, I don't care what it's about. Um, most times it's foolishness. Most times it's uh, you know, something they said or they said a bad thing or, um, you know what, you should, you should suck it up and say, 
okay, you know, I love you, uh, forgive, you know, I'll forgive you, you forgive me, um, uh, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't ignore your kids because of some foolish little thing that you might regret later if they're gone. It's too late to say I love you and I'm sorry when they're gone or, or when you're gone. It's too late for them because they're going to be going through rough times after too. So yeah, so just be more lovable and more caring and uh, appreciate your children more and because they're here today, they could be gone tomorrow. Church, all I can say is, wow. As I've watched these videos, I'm just uh, so blessed uh, by the men in our church, these three guys for sharing today. Uh, we had to leave so much out. There was so much good stuff. So if you want the uh, bonus content, just send me an email. But uh, we just are so grateful for men like this in our church. Thank you to Steve and to Nick. Richard, for sharing with us today, for opening yourselves up, for being transparent and honest about what the Lord has done in your lives over the years, especially since you became fathers. Uh, some difficult times as well as fun times to be able to talk about. We are so blessed to have guys like these, a part of our church congregation. I want you to keep them in your prayers in the coming days. Uh, the scripture quickly came to mind for me today for Father's Day. It comes from Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. It simply says this, Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Let me read it again. Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And I, want, I want that to be our scripture uh, as we close today's service and as we look forward to the future, things are not going to be as they uh, have been in the past. Things are going to be different. Things are going to look different, maybe sound a little bit different. But as we come together again, I know that God is in control. God has a plan. God is bringing us through this time. We pray for safety in these days. We pray for families to continue to come closer together. We pray for relationships to be strengthened. I want to close today's Father's Day service in a word of prayer. Would you join me this morning? Let's pray together. So God, we thank you for today. Lord, I thank you for fathers. I thank you for men who are honest and full of integrity and trustworthy and are men of God that choose to love their kids, love their wives uh, the best way they can, the way that you would instruct them to do. God, none of us are perfect, but we know the one who is. And we pray that Jesus would continue to work in every single one of our lives. And no matter our age, from the youngest to the oldest, that the Lord Lord would continue to minister to us, strengthen us, equip us, and uh, challenge us in these days. God, as we come together next week at four o'clock, I pray that your Holy Spirit would be with us, that you would uh, work out all the kinks, work out all the details that need to be ironed out, and God, would you would bring us safely together. We pray for great weather, and Father, would you continue to work in and through us. God, we pray a blessing upon Queensway today. We pray that your hand uh, would be at work. We pray that your spirit would be welcome in this place. 
place. And Lord, as some of us choose to gather physically, I pray that you'd be with those who have to remain in isolation to an extent. And God, would you continue to keep our region safe? Would your hand continue to be upon uh, the Sudbury District, the Espanola region, the North Shore region? And God, would you be with us? Would you bless those on the island? Would you bless those to the east of us and to the west of us? And even the ones to the north, <laughs> whoever they are. So God, would you be with us in these days? Bless our time together. Thank you for bringing us together safely again today. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, church. Thank you, church. Please, uh, if you have a kind word for one of the guys that shared or all of them, please get in touch with them. I know they'd love your feedback. Have a great Sunday. We'll see you next week, uh, 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. online and 4 o'clock at Drive-In Church right out there in the parking lot. It's going to be awesome. God bless everyone. Thank you for listening to this week's message. If you would like more information on who we are, visit our website at qpcespanola.com.